Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Final hour of B. Mitch and Finley here. Toby Altizer in for B. Mitch and Finley today and Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Following me, the DOC, Rick Doc Walker in for Grant and Danny. It's time right now to get out to the BetQL guest hotline and bring in our guest from CBS Sports Radio, Bart Winkler, host of the Bart Winkler Show, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio. Bart, what's going on, dude? Well, uh, Toby, now that I'm a big-time hotshot with yeah, a national, national. show, um, I'm sure you want somewhat of a national perspective uh, on things. Well, okay, um, uh, this is what I want. This is really what I want. I want to revel in the fact that the Dallas Cowboys laid an absolute dud yesterday against your Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I, I'm not giving I'm, – I'm going straight up, 45,000 people, hometown, Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, Homer, <laughs> Homer City with the Green Bay Packers, my Green Bay Packers, doing that to the Dallas Cowboys, and for good measure, a uh, – a uh, game-winning three by Damian Lillard last night for the Bucks. Anybody <laughs> saw that? But uh, yeah, Toby, I, you know, this game was interesting coming into it because Dallas is really good, is what we think, right? And and on the road they've struggled, but man, the way that they've been playing at home, and you know, Dak has really, I thought, taken a stride, uh, a next level. I think that he does see the game different. They talked about that one Sunday night football broadcast that kind of resonated with me that things have kind of slowed down for him and he credits McCarthy for that and just how good CD lamb is, you know, defensively, they're good too. I, Tony Pollard kind of struggled a little bit on and off this year, but either did, you know, the, it was just, the spread was high. You thought, okay, I, I think the Packers can cover, I, you know, it's a rebuilding here, but to beat them like that was just ridiculous. I mean, even though I am a fanboy Homer, I I still kind of watch games like I watch them and I just I, I so I just let it wash over me. I don't like I'm not one of these fans that's like like uh, every play is like wow wow you know I'm not like that as a fan. <laughs> but when they had the pick six at twenty seven nothing, oh many choice words were well, said in glee. I, I, I mean I, what what a day. I think the entire state of Wisconsin was feeling that way. But uh, Bart, honestly, everyone out here was feeling that way. That was the best <laughs> game I've watched all year. Like. I watched 17 Commanders games and didn't feel any of the emotions I felt yesterday watching the Cowboys get stomped all over. I guess the question coming out of this, talking with Bart Winkler from the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio, 
You know, they find a way to win in Dallas. They look really good. They look like the best team maybe of Wild Card Weekend so far. Do they have a shot against San Francisco? Uh, I think they have a shot. I I think that the way Jordan Love's been playing, and you watch the game yesterday and you're in awe, but then you see some of the angles, some of these other video shots of the throws he made yesterday, and people will say Aaron Rodgers-like and, and even Brett Favre-like because of the, the lineage that the Packers have been able to pull off here. But it's it's – I don't know, Toby. This stretch that he's been on dating back to the end of November – there was a hiccup against the Giants. Otherwise, it's like 20 touchdowns and one pick, 250 yards a game. Passer rating is over 100 pretty much constantly. Uh, yesterday, nearly perfect. The way that Jordan Love is playing is as good of a stretch run as I've ever seen from a Packer quarterback. And Rodgers' run in the Super Bowl year, there was a hiccup there against Chicago NFC Championship game. Super Bowl, I mean, that, that Super Bowl game against the Steelers, he was tremendous. But as of late, Rodgers has not performed the way that Jordan Love is performing in the big games. Jordan, these are big games that Jordan Love is doing this in. And I, don't, I honestly don't know if Rodgers with that team wins yesterday. Um, I, I think there was a play that really stood out to me. And having watched the Packers, you'll know, there was a third down and the clock was running down, and I was so used to, okay, Rodgers would call a timeout here, rip off his chin strap, be upset. You know, in the next play, he'd probably double force it to Devontae or whoever at the time. No, Love just got the playoff, got 20 yards. It's like all these things that Rodgers made look so hard. Love right now is either just way better than we thought or still too young. You know, you don't know what you don't know. The thing that really is interesting about San Francisco is that was the team, obviously, that Rodgers thought he was going to get drafted by, the team that he rooted for growing up. And he had had multiple, multiple chances in the playoffs to beat them, to stick it to him. Never could, home or away. If Jordan Love goes to San Francisco, this San Francisco team, and beats them the year after Rodgers is gone, man, the takes are going to be so... I, I, I'm going to have all the takes. They're going to write themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, now you're a national talk show host. You look on the flip side. you got plenty to talk about with Dallas now. Mike McCarthy's gone. It's not official yet, but I think we all understand that he's probably gone. And then you have two guys that you, you might not have known were going to be available before the season. Like, Vrabel, I don't know that we thought was going to get fired. Now he's available. Is he someone to consider? Belichick, does that maybe make sense for them? And then you look at the quarterback position. I think... Like you said, I think Dak Prescott took a step forward this year. I thought he was really good this season, but he continues to struggle in these big games, especially in the playoffs. Is that someone that you stick with? What do you see as the future in Dallas? Well, and I think maybe you can make a case for McCarthy, but the way that they lost, you know, it's it's really hard to come back from that. And they had everything working for them. Sure, they didn't have the number one seed, but they had their best chance to a NFC championship game that they were going to get in a long time. And to come out and open like that, um, whether you want to blame Dak or whoever, I mean, you got to look to the coaching. The thing with this situation is Jerry Jones is 82 years old. And I think that does factor into it. I, I think if Jerry Jones was 62, you know, not to be like, morbid but if he was 62 and he had mike mccarthy and whatever it's like yeah okay 
but also the the people that are available. Like I talked one of one of the guys I talked to last week on the phone, a Dallas fan. He told me, and I hope he calls back. He told me, I will guarantee, I will, I will take a loss right now to the Packers if it means we get Mike Vrabel for five years. Mm. What? Mike Vrabel, and that was before Pete Carroll. You know, Pete Carroll could step in. Uh, that was before Bill Belichick. And I know you think Jerry Jones, Bill Belichick, can that work? But these two guys do have a deep appreciation uh, and history and love for the game. And if if Jerry's going to step aside for any, like Jerry's got to be getting desperate at this point. He's got to be getting real desperate. They haven't, again, been to an NFC championship game in like 28 years, maybe longer. And he wants at least one more. And he just had all those guys right back to the nineties team for Jimmy Johnson's thing. Like if he's ever going to step aside a little bit and say, all right, you come in here, you be the man. Bill Belichick is the guy he would do it for. And this is the time in his career that he would do it. So I I think that's the speculation that I kind of see going somewhere. But, yeah, there's just – there's too many people available to, to – like, like you can convince yourself of Mike McCarthy, maybe. Yeah. But not with all these other people available. Well, and you just can't have a team come out like that and play that flat, that tight, and that kind of a game against the youngest team to make the playoffs – the first seven seed to ever win a game. Like, you just can't have that and then try to run it back because the chances are you'll come out and be flat again in that same sort of scenario. It has nothing to even do with the play calling. It's just the fact that Dak was even talking, yeah, it took me a little bit of time to get into the game and things like that. Like, you just can't have that kind of coaching going forward for Jerry Jones. No, and that's like, it reminds me maybe of the 2014 NFC Championship game (laughs) <laughs> which uh, we brought up a lot. Yeah, um, The Packers lost to Seattle. But looking back, you might have thought, all right, Mike McCarthy, good guy, but that's a moment. Like, how do you come back from that moment? And for the Cowboys, how do you come back from that moment? You've seen other – like, this is a this is a, a game where they were so heavily favored, appeared to be the better team, had the home – like, everything was working in their favor. How do you lose that game? And what, now you're going to go through a whole off season just to hope to get back to this point? That's, that's the thing about rooting for the Packers for so long is, yes, they were good. Yes, they won 10 games. Yes, they beat up everybody in the NFC North. But the seasons um, got repetitive. They just got, okay, let's, we know we can do that. We got it. What's the playoffs going to be? And for Dallas, it's just going to be the same kind of thing. So a fresh voice would be good perhaps, and I know McCarthy hasn't been there that long, and I do believe that he'll find somewhere else to coach at some point. He's a good coach. He's won a Super Bowl, but some of these playoff losses, you have to wonder, like, how do they happen? Talking with Bart Winkler from the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You can hear most nights here on The Fan, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern. So last night, the Lions get their first playoff win in forever, in my lifetime. You know, Mike Tirico basically says, send your Lions friends a text because they've never been able to receive a text message saying they want a playoff game. It's been that long. It seemed like... Hey, Tariko, Tariko's been cooking lately. <laughs> he has been. He has been. Yeah. It seems like... I wouldn't say they were tight. I think they played really well, came out, scored right away. But it seems like now that weight that a lot of the guys were talking about with that long playoff drought, it seems like that weight might have been lifted. Next week, they're going to face the winner of the NFC game today. I think they'll probably win that one. 
And let's just assume, you know, unless something crazy happens, I don't think the Packers are going to upset the Niners as much as they looked really good. Lions Niners in San Francisco for a possible NFC championship. It seems like with that weight lifted, Detroit might actually stand a chance against the Niners. Well, you are fast forwarding uh, very far. I am. I am. Sorry to assume your Packers are going to lose. You want to, this, this might not be the right place to do it, but I, I still think we got a little run out of these Philadelphia Eagles. I think they'll win today. I think they might win a couple of games. Interesting. Yeah. Um, You're right, though, about the Lions, because, yes, the weight was lifted, and, you know, it's it's hard not to feel good for Detroit. Um, Even me being a division rival, but they've been so bad for so long, uh, it's hard not to feel good for them and, and their fans. And what a week for a lot of people in Michigan where their life has been um, bad sports-wise for a long time. And then in six days, you get a national championship and then your first playoff win in 32 years. Well, and hey, they traded Washington Marvin Bagley. Do you want to break that down as a national radio host? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I saw that story and I bookmarked it on my Twitter and then I was like, what am I doing? I'm never going to bring this up. Just, who cares? <laughs> Two worst teams in the league making a trade. That's the headline maker right there in the middle of the NFL playoffs. Talk about Bagley going from Detroit to Washington. I don't want to, so you can leave that to the <laughs> – that's your expertise. So you mentioned Philly. I mean, do you really think that they can get things going? And, you know, I, I think they'll win today. I think that Sirianni's – Obviously, A.J. Brown is out, so I think he's going to realize, hey, we better get back to our bread and butter, butter, and that's the run game. Do you think that if they find a way to win today, that maybe they get back on track and would really give the Lions a fight next week? Well, I think the Lions would be favored. They'll be favored against either team, and they probably should win against either team. I just have a hard time understanding how Philly got this bad. And I know that there's some reports that it's been like this and the winning kind of kind of buried it. But the way that they were playing, like Jalen Hurts was throwing the ball down the field with ease. He hasn't looked as good. Um, and no A.J. Brown tonight, so that's, that's big. But Tampa Bay, like, Tampa Bay stinks, okay? <laughs> Tampa Bay had two chances to get in and win this division, which they did. But two weeks ago, they all they had to do was beat the Saints, and it was like, nah, we'll just – We'll not try that hard because we got Carolina next week. We'll just we'll wrap up the division then. And then they won nine to nothing. <laughs> All right, um, Philly. I just I don't know. It just feels like they can't be this bad. Everyone thinks they're this bad. It's like when everyone starts to pile on something, I always try to see. Well, there's got to be a different way here. But you're right. You got Nick Sirianni, and you could be looking at two NFC East coaches being fired here in this offseason. Well, Ron Rivera, three. Jeez, I don't even know that Dave will safe, honestly. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he could be very well uh, coaching for his job tonight. And, again, with the people that are out there, like Bill Belichick wants to coach, right? We all assume that. He'll he'll find somewhere to coach. He's not going to take a year off either. So you can get him. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll wants to coach. And I know he's an older gentleman, but he's like younger than me somehow. I'm half his age. Yet I think if you did a body weight score, 
or true body age. He's younger than a lot of us. Might be me too, so don't feel too Yeah, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, I guess he's meeting with the Chargers, but I honestly think that that's one thing that I'm trying to say. Maybe I'm wrong, but don't let people fool you like, oh, well, especially if you're, like, looking in Washington. Oh, Jim Harbaugh, he'd, he'd rather come to the Chargers than Washington. Why? The Chargers' job is, what's other than Justin Herbert, what's attractive about it? Yeah. It's, it's not like, okay, warm weather, sure. Uh, the stadium's not even yours. You have zero fans. No one cares about you. So I guess there's less pressure. That's maybe good. Um, but your, your wide receivers are old and always hurt, and two of them are making $30 million next year, so you're going to have to probably cut one. Eckler's a free agent. Oh, and also he's bad now. Uh, the defense, you got $65 million wrapped up in Bosa and Khalil Mack, which, yeah, they'll give you moments, but I don't know that they're the most consistent players as of late. I don't think that's a good job. Honestly, no. I think Washington is the most attractive job. Real quick, last question for you: Who do you like in the AFC? Like, it feels like Kansas City. They get into the playoffs. They play their home game at Arrowhead, which is freezing cold, and almost feels like they might have gotten back on track a little bit. You got C.J. Stroud and the Texans. You still got the Ravens who are on their bye week, and it feels like Buffalo is going to probably blow out the Steelers today. I think that AFC is going to be fun. Well. We keep talking about the Chiefs and, oh, it looks like they're not going to have a AFC championship at Arrowhead again and watch somehow, some way that happens, which would be awful. I'm tired of seeing it. Uh, my pick coming into the, to the playoffs is the Ravens. I think that they are the most equipped to win anywhere in any condition. I think they can win, and they want it to go on the road now, but I think they can win in snow. I think they can win in rain. I think they can win in a dome outside. Um, at night, in the morning, on a Tuesday, on a Friday, whenever. I just feel like they are the most uh, adaptable team that's left right now. I thought that if the Browns did win, then then I would then I would say eh, maybe not because Flacco coming back yeah. in there, but then you know he couldn't do anything against Houston. CJ Stroud, the way he's playing, that's the thing. It's like you dealt these teams, and let's say it's it's Houston and Baltimore. No, oh, okay, Baltimore, you know. How do you stop C.J. Stroud right now, and how do you stop Jordan Love? So maybe maybe both of those teams, it plays out where, all right, really good young quarterback, Ravens and Niners, you know, kind of give them a reality check. But the way they've been playing, it's, it's pretty open. Uh, maybe more open in the AFC because, yeah, Buffalo, I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like maybe that game stays close. So Buffalo's really? got to – I don't know. I think I just – I say that because I have – I thought Buffalo was going to win, but then their their governor was, like, being all <laughs> yeah. – she's like, wow, you guys don't want to come here anyway. I immediately switched my bet, <laughs> so that's that's why. But, like, other than, if I never heard her speak, I'd probably take Buffalo, but now I'm all wrapped into that stupid thing. So, Bart, I don't know. It should be fun. Appreciate it, man. Great professional breakdown now that you're a national talk show host doing a fantastic job. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, and be sure, Toby, if people haven't already, this Odyssey app. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You you know you know how I love that Odyssey app. I would. I, I mean, the Odyssey app was causing a dent in my marriage because I was spending so much time with the app at night and not my wife. Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know what, Bart? Most nights I'm up late playing Madden or something, listening to that Odyssey app. One hundred six seven, the fan, CBS Sports Radio. 
Bar Winkler Show, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. 2 a.m. here Eastern Time Zone. Appreciate it, man. See you, Toby. Hey, you heard from Bart Winkler. You can listen to him. I mean, you heard. He's a great guy. Great guy. Great insights. Worked with him in Milwaukee for years. He joined us on the BetQL guest hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting the BetQL.com. We will get to the phone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Phone lines and your calls next here on B. Mitch and Finley. I tell you what, Max, I really respect people that will hang on hold like these guys have that we're going to get to in a couple of minutes just to talk to me. It's crazy. Maybe they don't want to talk to me. Maybe they just want to hear themselves on the radio. Well, you get their takes off. But, hey, man, I wouldn't wait an hour to talk to me. 800-636-1067. You want to hop in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines? It's B. Mitch and Finley. They're out today. I'm in for them. Toby Altizer talking with you guys. Let's get out to Gary, who is in Fairfax. Gary, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Toby? What's going on, Gary? Hey, man, this is only my second time being able to get with you on the phone, man. I love the show. You're doing Appreciate great it. Job. Appreciate it. Hey, look, and, you know, I'm a hot... I'm kind of a hard guy. I'm an old dude, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm that, you know, trying to teach an old dog new tricks, dude. But man, you convinced me. You changed my mind about an opinion that I had, uh, insofar as, uh, you know, hey, let's just roll with Sam. We got two more years. We don't have to spend a lot of money. And you know what? You, 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 you made a point that's absolutely correct. Why just roll with Sam when probably his ceiling? He's never going to probably be a top ten quarterback. He, he, he. Let's just be honest. He's never going to. He's. Never, I, I see Sam as uh, my man in Tampa Bay, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he even yeah. looks like the guy. He, he looks like the guy. He's built like him. He looks like him. 
that that's probably Sam for the rest of his career. He, you know, he, he'll be all right. But what we want to do here, and it's funny how all the fans got the answer to all the all the problems <laughs> when we've watched sports long enough. Hey, to don't, know we all, so Gary, many, don't we all, Gary? Don't we all? I know. And, and there's so many variables that go into. I can give you two perfect examples. A guy who we just got rid of here, Ron Rivera, fifteen and one. That wasn't. He didn't build a program. A blind squirrel can find a nut every once in a while. You know what I mean? You had you, you had the Atlanta Falcons who should have won the Super Bowl right there. They had that one great year, went to the Super Bowl. They never they never were, did anything else after that. So yeah, you can luck into one good season maybe and get to the Super Bowl. But what we want here is, is we want Baltimore. We want to be. We ain't got to win the Super Bowl every year, but let's be in the conversation. Let's be in the mix every year. Build a program. So first of all, let's get the GM. We got him. Let the GM pick his coach. And then here's what you have to do. Let the coach pick the type of players that he needs to fit into his system. You had a perfect example of that. What, was it on your show or the show earlier with the junkies? You had, I think it was, was it Sean McVay and, yeah, and his yep. GM talking about Cooper? Uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? P- P- Nakua. Puka Nakua. Yeah, Puka Nakua. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sure I, I'm, I'm sure there was probably 10 other guys who was rated on Mel Kuyper's big board above that guy. But they didn't go for that. They picked the guy. The guy said, "This guy is going to be a. He's going to fit. This is our kind 100%. of guy." Gary, appreciate That's the phone call, man. Okay, hey, doing a great job, man. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it, Gary. Yeah, and I think that's the thing right there. You got to work in concert with coach and general manager and figure out what's going to work. You know, if I'm the GM, I have to work with my head coach because I might bring in the most talented guys, but if they don't fit in the system then it's just not going to work. This isn't something where it's not fantasy football where you just draft the best guy. It's not Madden or 2K like, you know, my generation likes to play video games. It's not where you can just go get a bunch of 90 overalls and everything works out. You got to find guys that fit together. It's like a puzzle. You can't just, you know, try to put all these pieces together that don't work. So I do like that fact. I think that this general manager with Adam Peters coming in, he's going to work with the new head coach. And I think that clip of Sean McVay is exactly what I was talking about. At the end of the clip, he says, you know, Les Snead says to McVay, you've got a vision for this guy. And McVay, absolutely. That's what you need to have. And I think first-round picks, you can kind of get away with it. Like I said, you can just draft the most talented guy and try to find a way because for a lot of those guys, they're kind of scheme-independent. But you think of a guy like Apuka Nakua, who who they're referring to in that clip, he's a fifth-round pick. They look at him and say, yeah, I've got a plan for this guy. We've got a way that we can make this work. That's the thing to do. And I think Adam Peters saw that same thing. He didn't anticipate him playing, but that seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, that's the kind of thing they had. I'm sure they were working in concert with Kyle Shanahan saying, hey, we got this last pick. Anybody you'd like? And they're probably thinking, you know, maybe let's take a chance on this Purdy kid. He's probably just going to be a backup quarterback for us, but I think he could step in in a bind and run our system. That's the kind of stuff you need. Those kind of moves, the moves that aren't the coolest, that aren't the first-round picks, you need to hit on the first-rounders, no doubt about it. But you also need to hit on the other draft picks, and I think that sort of framework is the way it should work. Let's get out to Mike in Silver Spring. Mike, what's going on? What's going on, man? How's it going, Mike? Hey, uh, all right. Um, New ownership needs to pick a cornerstone. And um, looking at the list, I pulled up the list. You should, too. 
pull up the list of quarterbacks for Washington. It was, it's, it's, it's 33 since Joe Thais. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Sonny was here for six. Billy was here for seven. Joe was here for six. Okay. And then after that, it's all freaking downhill. <laughs> and quarterbacks aren't the cornerstones. We need an offensive tackle. That offensive tackle will be a Washington player for 10-plus years. And that will be the, 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 the staple of this, of this new organization and, it, and, it, and uh, in which they're to build on. And I want, I want a head coach or offensive coordinator that is, is Joe Gibbs-like. He oh, can don't, take we anybody. <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all, Mike? Yes, yeah, and and he, he, he could take anybody. He could take you, and he's going to build an offense that that anybody could be successful in. Okay, and that's what we need. We need a a a offense and a defense, especially an offense. Like Joe Gibbs' first pick was Art Monk. Art Monk was here for ten plus years. Yeah, those are cornerstones, and you build around, and you make it so whoever comes in, because we're going to have you know this this quarterback con- conversation is every year. It's well, every and, and year. It's going to be another group next year that, that y'all going to be fascinated about. You know, this guy's this guy. Sure. This guy. He's well, he's, Mike. He's, Mike, let me ask you this. The game has evolved, right? That's the only thing I'll disagree with you here. You know, I think that a quarterback can be the cornerstone. When Joe Gibbs was coaching, running the football, John Riggins, those guys, and the Hogs, they were the cornerstone. I get what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you. A left tackle can still be a cornerstone. If you look at the San Francisco 49ers, I think they've got one of the best head coaches in the league, and Trent Williams is kind of their cornerstone on that offense, along with some skill players. But for the most part, you look around the league now, it's driven by quarterbacks because even though earlier in the show I said you still need to commit to the running game, it's not run first. Even the teams that are the most run-happy in the league, at most they're running it barely over 50% of the time, like the Niners. So a left tackle, while he will be a cornerstone-type player for possibly a decade, a Trent Williams type, that's nice, you still need a quarterback. And so to me, where you're sitting there at two, you take the chance on the quarterback, you take the chance that you can get that guy. Now, if you get a head coach like a Joe Gibbs, a young Joe Gibbs, whether it's a, a guy that comes in here as a, a new guy like a Ben Johnson, if he can be that, that'd be awesome. And I think there's exceptions to the rule here because if you get a guy like an Andy Reid or you get a guy like a, a Kyle Shanahan or a Sean McVay, they can make things work that other guys can't. But assume you don't, you want that quarterback. And so I think that you got to get the quarterback to be the cornerstone because the game's evolved, you know, like in the NBA. You know, would you have drafted? But even, but even if it's, but even if it's, yes, it has evolved. But the running game is still. Look at Andy Reid the other night. He's 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 running the ball, and if he gets three or four yards, you know that that's what he wants because it's gonna it's gonna feed off on sure. the the passing game. So you still need that running game. I agree. You still need. You need you need you need an offensive line that can protect that quarterback, 
So the cornerstone is we should be looking at offensive line, okay? And and so, like I said, whoever comes in, we can, he's going to be protected and have a 50% at, like going by your numbers, 50% running game. Yeah. 50, you know, or, sure. or 45%. But you got to have that running game. We, I we, agree on it, that. It was pro- Hey Mike, I got to cut you off. We got to get we got to get to okay. another caller here, but I appreciate the phone right. call. I don't disagree with him that you need to build up that offensive line. I will say this: the game has evolved. The quarterback position is more important in the National Football League now than it's ever been, right? And so you've got to be able to run the ball, yes, but the quarterbacks can be the cornerstones. You look in Kansas City; they've got some really good offensive linemen, but the cornerstone is Patrick Mahomes. You look in Buffalo; they've got some solid offensive linemen, but I bet you you couldn't name a single one of them unless you're a diehard, right? Josh Allen is the cornerstone. It's similar to me how the NBA is. Victor Wembanyama is a bit of an exception in the way that they draft big men. But you think, I think back to, I liked watching Duke basketball. I know that's not a popular opinion, but I like watching them. Think back to when they won their national championship with those freshmen and Jaleel Okafor. Jaleel Okafor would have been a number one overall pick in the 80s, right? That kind of a guy. Back to the basket, post player. The game has evolved. You take flashy guards, big men that can shoot from the outside. If you can't shoot a three, it doesn't work now, right? You know, like, that that's just kind of how it works. The game has evolved. It's how it's worked in the NFL, too. The quarterback has more on their plate than it ever has. Not to say that they shouldn't still find ways to take some of it off their plate, but they can be the cornerstone, and they should be the cornerstone, and they can make up for porous offensive lines. You bet you can't name a single guy on the Texans' offensive line, but C.J. Stroud has become their cornerstone because he's made a way – to elevate those guys. So to me, there's not a single guy on a football field that can elevate the people around them more than the quarterback. And Max is right. Laramie Tunsil, he whispered in my ear. Laramie Tunsil is fantastic, but you get my point. Let's get out to Kevin in Arlington. Kevin, what's going on? Appreciate you holding. Hey, Toby. I I just don't get these callers. I'm in my 60s. I was there for every game of the Gibbs glory years. The game has changed. And, in fact, we saw Joe struggle with how the game changed in the mid-2000s, as good as he was. And he was the best of a horrible owner's tenure. Yeah. I I love left tackle. I love the Hogs. Uh, I love Chris Samuel. I love Trent Williams. Why didn't we win anything? Well, the owner was the biggest reason. But, you know, the second biggest reason was we went through 33 or whatever it is starting quarterbacks because we didn't have one. When you don't have a starting quarterback that's special, you keep trying to get one. It's a risk-reward endeavor. There's no one who knows for sure among this class of quarterbacks who's going to hit and be incredible and who isn't. But when you're picking number two overall and you don't have a quarterback, and look, I I love Scrappy Sam Howell. Can people look at how he performed? his inability to get rid of the ball, holding on the ball, taking sacks. Hell, even with a horrible offensive line, we were still statistically in the middle of the pack. And that's with an OC who was uh, allergic to the running game for the most part. (laughs) So I just don't get it, Toby. There's a chance to get Drake May. There's a chance to get Daniels. You know what? If we miss, we miss. We've fixed the most important two things, owner, architect. Yeah. We 100%. have a new owner, we have a new architect. And just one other thing, Tony, I mean, Toby, excuse me. Sure. 
and this is what I want to talk about with respect to the whole plan coming together. I'm intrigued by Ben Johnson, but I remember being intrigued by Norv Turner as the special OC of the Super Bowl winning Dallas Cowboys in the early 90s. And, you know, he comes here, Charlie Castellese, the GM. Charlie has a Super Bowl ring uh, as the lead GM, not the assistant to Bobby Bethard. He actually has his own. And he wanted Heath Schuler. And Guilford was the choice for Castellese. And he wanted Michael Westbrook. And Galloway was the choice for Castellese. So that teamwork between the GM and the new coach, man, that's absolutely vital. And you see it working where Adam Peters just was between Shanahan and Lynch. And that's what I'm hoping for is we find that marriage because that quarterback's going to need all that guidance. We're going to need owner, architect, head coach, quarterback. You get those four things together, you got something. Appreciate the phone call, Kevin. Yeah, I I think he brings up some really good points. And real quickly, uh, we're going to take a break here in just a second. But I, I think when you look at, there's different ways to build a team. Right, you can do it without a quarterback who is one of the top five guys in the league. It can be done. We've seen the Rams go to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff at quarterback. We all agree he's not top five. We've seen the 49ers go to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. We all agree he's not top five. But it's so hard to do because you have to look at the supporting cast that they had. One, they had a good defense. They had a very good defense, both those teams. But then you look at the Niners when they went with Jimmy Garoppolo. Arguably the best tight end in the league. Arguably the best left tackle. Arguably the most versatile versatile weapon that you could have in Debo Samuel. You look at what they have now. Still the best left tackle. Still one of the best tight ends. Still one of the best receivers in Brandon Ayuk. And versatile weapons in Debo. Maybe, not, not maybe, the best running back in Christian McCaffrey. And they can insulate Brock Purdy. Then you look back to those Rams teams and really good receivers. I wouldn't say the best, right? I I think it's funny how people talk about Shanahan all the time as if McVay hasn't won a Super Bowl. Shanahan has not, right, as a head coach. McVay has, so I'll just throw that out there. But McVay, they had Todd Gurley at running back, the best running back at the time, right? They had Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, perfect system, and they could make up for the limitations of the quarterback. But then look at what Joe Burrow did when he went to the Super Bowl. That offensive line was atrocious. Yes. They had Jamar Chase. Yes, they had T. Higgins. Not to say they don't need help, but they can elevate the people around them. They don't need the best at all these various positions to get it done, like you do when you don't have the quarterback. 800-636-106. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
six seven. We'll wrap up B Mitch and Finley next. You know you make me wanna Final couple minutes here of B Mitch and Finley. Toby Altizer in for the guys on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Two playoff games coming up on the slate today. The Steelers take on the Bills. The Eagles take on the Buccaneers. And I promise you when I say this, I'm only 25 years old. I'm not 70. I'm not 80. But the key to winning today's games, running the football. Run the ball, baby. I think the Bills, they're running all over the Steelers. I think they'll win pretty handily. I think it's what? A B. Mitch and Finley staple. Heard it here first, right? We don't have to play the sounder, but here's your heard it here first. Bills minus 10. And you know what? You can parlay it with Philly minus three because those teams are both going to smoke their opponents. I think the Bills are a legitimate factor in the AFC because they can actually run the football this year. Not everything has to depend on Josh Allen. And Josh Allen is incredible, but not everything has to depend on him. And when he needs to be Superman, he can still pull out his cape and drop his glasses and go from Clark Kent back to Superman. I think he's still got that ability. But they can also make it so he doesn't have to be Superman for all 60 minutes. So I think that you'll see this Bills team win handily today against Pittsburgh. And then we get something that we have not seen really in this Buffalo and Kansas City rivalry. You'll have Kansas City headed to Buffalo to take on the Bills at home. We haven't seen that. Everything's been at Arrowhead. That's one of these things that we don't get to see with these elite quarterbacks a lot of times. Think of Tom Brady. Think of any playoff game. You ever think of him not playing in Foxborough? Every time he plays, it's at Foxborough, unless it's a Super Bowl, a neutral site. Every single time, it's at home. I think outside of the Buccaneers, it feels like he never played on the road in the playoffs. So seeing Patrick Mahomes possibly have to go to Buffalo is going to be intriguing. But I think Buffalo wins big today over the Steelers. I don't see them getting much going offensively, the Steelers, that is. I think the Bills run all over them and win this thing pretty handily. And then the night game, the Eagles are on the road in Tampa taking on the Buccaneers. And I know a lot of people are not on the Eagles, but I kind of agree with what Bart Winkler said a little bit earlier. I, I don't know that they get on rhythm in terms of they're going to beat Detroit next week if they win this week, but I think they're going to run the football. I think Nick Sirianni understands that with all the craziness that's gone on, I, I wouldn't say he's coaching for his job, but if it goes horribly wrong, maybe he is. I think they're going to go in there and go back to what they're good at, and that is turning around, handing the ball off to their running back, running up the middle with that stout offensive line. I think they're going to run the ball all over them. Jalen Hurts is going to run the football as well. No A.J. Brown today. They'll get Devontae Smith and those guys involved, but they realize they're missing their top receiving target. Probably just run the football, and I, I don't think the Buccaneers are any good. They had a chance last week to go against the worst team in the NFL to clinch a playoff spot, and they won 9 to nothing. So uh, they're not exactly the best team <laughs> in the NFL. Despite the fact that they're playing at home in the playoffs, I'll take the Eagles, minus 3, I'll take the Bills, minus 10, and a snowy Buffalo. Toby Altizer, appreciate you guys hanging out with me. B. Mitch and Finley wrapping up. The DOC, Rick Doc Walker in for G&D next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.